Welcome back to the Sporty Dietitian Podcast, a show that helps you simplify your nutrition and amplify your activity. I'm your host, Sarah, a board-certified sports dietitian, personal trainer, and expert in sports nutrition. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about whether or not you need a multivitamin as an athlete. Let's get into it. All right, guys, let's talk about a really common question and something that a lot of people grew up just doing as part of their normal routine, and that's taking a multivitamin supplement. When I was a kid, I took the Flintstones chewables that borderline tasted like candy. I had the vitamin C gummies. I think they even have a sour flavor with the crystallized sugar and citric acid on the outside. So it basically tastes like a fruit snack. And are those substances really providing a benefit to our bodies as active people? So let's first talk about What is a supplement? And no joke, I googled it for fun beforehand because I know what a supplement is, what a definition is. But I was like, if I was just someone googling, what is the definition of a supplement? And it literally verbatim says, something that completes or enhances something else when added to it. So let's keep that in mind as we talk about you know, this multivitamin discussion and throughout all supplements. They are not meant to replace something. They are meant to add to or enhance. And I think that's a big distinction that we need to have when deciding whether or not to take a multivitamin. So let's first talk about what we know. The first thing that we know is that vitamins and minerals from food or from supplements, we need those in certain amounts each day because vitamins and minerals participate in so many different processes and reactions throughout the body. If we don't get enough, things are gonna stop working correctly within our bodies, especially as active people. It's important for us to have antioxidants to fight off the oxidative stress that we just created during our exercise. It's important to make sure that we have nutrients needed for bone health with all the impact and activity that we're doing in a day. It's important for us to have nutrients that keep our eyes healthy so we can see the ball. It's important for us to have nutrients to give us great cognition and be able to have good reaction time. And so if we don't have a performance diet that enhances all of those things and meets our baseline needs, then we have a problem. The other thing that we know slash kind of know is that as athletes, you may actually be at a little bit of a higher need in terms of how much micronutrients you need in a day compared to someone who is not an athlete. Now, we don't have a number with any of those micronutrients, but you are creating a lot of stress within your body as you are performing, especially when we start talking about elite level athletes. So we probably need a bit more of things to make sure that our bodies are still capable of performing the same basic functions that someone who is more on the sedentary side does. Like I said, we don't know what that answer is, but most of the time, if we eat enough food throughout the day, 
and we eat in enough colors and enough variety, we're probably moving in the right direction. The other big thing that we know is that if you don't take in enough vitamins and minerals, this is going to lead to a deficiency over time, which will impair your health and your performance. And that's something that we need to correct. The one thing I did wanna point out because I think it's forgotten about. Active people and athletes, you all have a mindset of what can I do to make myself the best performer, the best athlete? And oftentimes that takes into account bringing all this extra stuff in that's not necessarily food. When in reality, as an athlete to meet your fueling demands, you have so many more opportunities throughout the day to meet your micronutrient needs than someone who eats less calories because they are less active. Think about how many opportunities we have to get in vitamin A and D and E and K and vitamin C and magnesium and calcium. If we're eating 4,000 calories a day versus someone who's eating 1,800 calories a day, because you have such high needs and you're including more foods and your needs theoretically are the same as that person that's eating 1,800 calories for now, right? That's what we know you can probably meet your needs with a, with a correct performance diet. So all of those things are what we know. Whenever I evaluate someone for anything, whether it's you know needing extra micronutrients, increasing fueling, feeling better, losing weight, increasing weight, changing body composition, I always look at what your diet is made up of and if I feel like you're missing out on something, then this can be an opportunity to either include a food source that's rich in that nutrient, or if we have lab values and a deficiency is present or you are exhibiting symptoms of having a deficiency, then we can make some changes supplement-wise but that's different than someone who's healthy, who's eating well throughout the day and does not have a deficiency or does not have symptoms of a deficiency. So when we think about those people who may be having symptoms, who may benefit from a multivitamin or a supplement, we're talking about someone who is restricting something, whether it be unintentional and unavoidable or it be intentional. So that would be someone who is vegan or vegetarian. They're missing out on a very large food group that contains, you know, great sources of calcium and vitamin D, iron, all of those things. And so if we can't correct that through food, then that can be an opportunity where a multivitamin may come into place or another supplement. It could be someone that chronically restricts total calories. Again, whether that be unintentional or intentional. If you're someone in a weight-based sport, wrestling, um, running, gymnastics, dancing, where there's this idea that leaner is stronger, is better performing, and you are intentionally restricting your calories, you can put yourself at risk for micronutrient deficiencies. And a multivitamin supplement may be helpful for you to fill in the gaps that you're missing by decreasing your calories to the point where you can't necessarily meet your needs. The other people that are included in this are people who have a wide array of food allergies. I've worked with people that are allergic to the top eight, now the top nine food allergies. And that puts a huge restriction amount on the 
types of foods and the amounts of foods that you're that they're able to have in a day, which creates a huge gap in some micronutrient uh, needs that we may have. So that person was definitely recommended to be put on a, a multivitamin supplement. If you have celiac disease and you can't have gluten, um, oftentimes wheat and gluten-containing products are good sources of minerals and of vitamins. So if we can't make up that deficit in other foods, then we may introduce a multivitamin supplement. And then if we have someone that you know has a pretty prominent history of bone breaks or has an eating disorder where we have some intentional restriction, um, and then those un- unintentional underfuelers, if we again can't correct that through your performance diet, then we may introduce a multivitamin supplement. The other piece of it is this unavoidable situation where you may not have access to foods that contain all of the nutrients that you need. And these are typically short term in a sense. It's not like throughout your entire career of being an athlete. But like, for example, if you're traveling, like if you're competing, you know, across the world as an elite athlete and your food options are completely different than what you're used to, or maybe there's not a lot of safe food choices around you because you're in an unfamiliar environment. If we're talking, you know, six months, a year plus being in those situations to avoid deficiency where you just have more limited options, a multivitamin may be appropriate. If you're in a prolonged period of energy restriction because you're trying to meet a certain weight, say you're a wrestler, and there are safe ways to meet weight as a wrestler, believe it or not, I've worked with wrestlers to help them accomplish this, to meet the weight class that you know you wanna be in. If you are someone participating in that prolonged energy restriction to the point where I honestly think it's unhealthy, a multivitamin can help just make sure that you're not missing out on those micronutrients because we definitely don't wanna see you know, underfueling on top of creating deficiencies as well. The other piece that's more rare that could definitely be an opportunity for someone to introduce a multivitamin is if your training schedule is just berserk. Like your your day is based off of your exercise. You don't have a whole lot of flexibility in your schedule and opportunities to eat maybe to get in all of those nutrient-dense foods then a multivitamin supplement may be helpful as well as some other form of supplementation. To be honest, if you're that restricted, it's probably gonna be harder to meet your overall calorie needs as well. If you are an athlete that was told that taking a multivitamin or taking a supplement that has a micronutrient in it will enhance your performance, I wanna correct that right now, that is false. Right now we have absolutely no evidence that a multivitamin can improve your performance. So if you started taking a multivitamin for that reason, especially if you do have a diet full of all the colors, all of the variety, then I would recommend that you stop taking that. You know, of course, as long as you don't have deficiencies present and all of that stuff. The only time that a multivitamin will improve your performance is if you have a deficiency because that deficiency hinders your performance. Therefore, correcting the deficiency with a multivitamin can enhance your performance. Okay, we talk about all the things that a multivitamin can and can't do, what it is. Let's talk about some cons. With supplements, unfortunately, there is always gonna be cons because there's no regulating body that oversees supplements. So we're really 
working in a pretty gray area. So that brings us to our first con of when you are taking any supplement, including a multivitamin, you can be putting yourself at risk for unintentional cross-contamination of prohibited substances. There was actually a study that was done a handful of years ago that looked at basic supplements like vitamin C, magnesium, multivitamins, and they actually found in a batch of multivitamins, just generic multivitamins, that there was contamination with anabolic steroids. If you are an athlete and you took this multivitamin long enough and you uh, had it in a high enough dose, you can unintentionally be like dismissed from your sport or your competition if they choose to test you. Plus all of the negative health effects that we know anabolic steroids can have towards a person on your heart health um, and things like that. So I just personally think why take the risk if you are someone that does need a multivitamin, which we'll talk about, make sure that the one you have is batch tested to absolutely avoid this. You should never be paying for something and accidentally get anabolic steroids in it when you're just trying to, you know, increase your vitamin D levels, for God's sake. The other thing that I see supplements and and multivitamins used for is to create a false sense of security with your diet. If you don't eat fruits and vegetables, but you're taking a multivitamin, technically, yes, you can meet your nutrient needs, but you are not creating an optimal performance diet for health. Oftentimes, we see multivitamins used as a replacement for fruits and vegetables. However, what we do know is those supplements don't contain the awesome phytochemicals that fruits and veggies and herbs and spices do that give them their bright colors um, because those are the chemicals that actually have health-promoting benefits. And so you're missing that whenever you are taking it in a supplement form. So say you're an athlete who maybe you saw a dietitian and they told you, you know, roughly try and have your your day look like this, or you are someone who regularly can uh, includes fruits and vegetables and healthy foods, and then you start taking a vitamin C supplement because COVID prevention methods told you to, a zinc supplement, a vitamin D and a calcium supplement, and a multivitamin supplement, and an iron supplement. I mean, you surely are mega dosing yourself with that amount of supplementation. And those mega doses may actually impair the effectiveness of the training adaptations that happen when you exercise. And the reason for that is because when we exercise, we create oxidative stress within our body and our body literally adapts to fight off that oxidative stress better next time and to perform better in that exercise session next time. So by mega dosing yourself with all of those antioxidants and vitamins and minerals, you can actually decrease the effectiveness of our, body, of our body's natural ability to do that, which is not a good thing. The level at which that happens, we don't know, but if you are mega dosing yourself, you are also putting yourself at risk for toxicity of certain vitamins and minerals. Some of them are water soluble and your body will get rid of them, but others we can see a buildup of them within your body, which is not a good thing. We don't want that. And then on the other hand, the other thing that happens is certain vitamins and minerals compete with each other for absorption. If you're taking all of those supplements within the same time and that's it, you are not, you're not, you know, reaping benefits from 
eating fat-soluble vitamins with fats to increase the absorption in your in your body's ability to utilize it efficiently. Um, and sometimes too, you're impeding literally the pathways that your body uses to absorb and utilize and have an effect within the body, which can decrease absorption and effectiveness. So if you actually do have a deficiency in something, but you're supplementing with all these other things, you may be impairing the effectiveness, which can delay uh, correction of your deficiency, which we don't want to see as well. This is a lot of complicated reasoning and talk. You know, if you see a healthcare professional or a dietitian, just ask them about it. If you're concerned about it, you can be tested to make sure you're not, you know, putting yourself at a toxic level of certain nutrients. So if you fall into the category of one of those populations that may benefit from a multivitamin, I'm going to give you three things that I want you to do when looking for a multivitamin supplement. Number one is to make sure that it's third-party tested. If your supplement is third-party tested, it will tell you brands are proud to promote that they are third-party tested and that their products actually contain the ingredients and the amounts of the things that they are saying that they contain. I use a third-party platform called consumerlab.com. I do have to pay for it as a provider to utilize it, but I really like having that as a resource for my patients and my clients. If they want to take a multivitamin, I can type in very quickly on that platform, multivitamin, and they'll give me a wide list of things that they've batch tested that they approve because they contained all of the things that they contained. They were actually allergy-free. When they say that they're allergy-free, sometimes we can see contamination with allergens. And then also that they contain the amount of something that they're promoting that it contains. I've seen some of the gummy multivitamins say that they contain a certain amount of folate, but they actually contained way, way, way less. Or they said they contained a certain amount of vitamin A, and they actually contained way, way, way more. If you're paying for a product that's not giving you what you're paying for, I think you're wasting your money. Plus, too, if you're taking that to correct that specific nutrients deficiency, you're, I mean, you're doing yourself absolutely no benefit. So by ensuring that it's third-party tested, um, which I do on an individual basis with people, you know you're getting what you're paying for and you're helping yourself efficiently and effectively. The second thing that I want you to look for is for there not to be any herbal blends or complexes or whatever they're putting on nutrient labels anymore. A lot of those things, one, can actually interact with some of the nutrients that are in the supplement that you're using. So that's absolutely a waste to have those two tied together. Um, and then two, people will slap those blends or complexes on there and they'll charge a premium for it, which you don't need those herbal blends. Um, and, and oftentimes they're not backed by research. So I would just avoid those at all costs if you can. And then the last thing that I want you to look for when searching for a multivitamin is to have no more than 100% daily value on your uh, ingredients in your nutrient facts label. I feel like this is a simple one, but I have to say it all the time. It is not a good thing to have over 100%. Like you don't get bonus points. Our body will not utilize over 100%. And again, if you're doing supplement upon supplement upon good performance diet, you can put yourself at risk for toxicity because you can be mega dosing yourself. So just aim for 100% or less. They exist. They're out there. You just might have to research it for a little bit. 
All right, I hope you feel confident deciding if you are someone who should be taking a multivitamin or not. If you have questions about that, find a sports dietitian near you to help reason through that with you. You know I take a food first approach here at the Sporty Dietitian Podcast and I will always do that. I'm a firm believer that you can meet your needs through your nutrition and it's a more fun, tasty, and enjoyable way to meet your needs. (laughs) 